Hey guys, Nick here. Just a quick spoiler warning for the finale of Moon Knight. Uh, if you haven't watched yet, then please stop here. But if you have, uh, go ahead and enjoy. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to the Eminem marvel mania podcast my name is mike my name is nick and today we break it down the finale of moon Knight. yeah season one maybe there'll be a season two they didn't really say they didn't say but i don't know mike i kind of feel like after seeing the end of the episode and the end credits scene i feel like there's potential there's kind of potential out there for another season if oh, they absolutely. wanted to without question you know without question but they ended it in a way that i really loved and that you don't even have to if you didn't need to. You could do it in a movie if you wanted to. But tell me your thoughts. Well, um, this was, and now that it's complete, Moon Knight is the best Disney plus Marvel show. Hundred uh, percent. I don't. I don't really think it's pretty. Cl- I don't really think it's that close. Uh, Loki uh, and Falcon and Winter Soldier were both very high on my list. I, I thought they were both good shows, but. This is a this is an excellent show. To me. Well, I think Loki comes in at a close second. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I've said the only problem I ever had with Loki was episode three, and if episode three was better, it, it could have been maybe better than Moon Knight. But the fact that Moon Knight is such a new character and something that you haven't seen yet, and steps away from all of the other MCU films and TV shows, it makes it its own. Like I feel like its own character in a way, its own different sense of a movie i'll put you at this you can watch moon knight without having watched anything else in the mcu that's that's the best thing and you and and understand it completely at the end you there is no references to anything else in the mcu Mm -hmm. except for one drop drop of the city from falcon and winter soldier match report that's literally pretty much but there's no other characters mentioned the avengers aren't mentioned the snap isn't even mentioned not even yeah you don't even know what time time it's in, honestly. Exactly. They don't they don't really even make clear like when this takes place. This stands alone. And it's so good that it does. Mm-hmm. I definitely rewatched this like over again, just cause it's so good. I, I mean, okay. So a lot of these shows, when they get to the finale, they kind of rush it up, you know, you get your big battle, and that's it. No. Moon Knight. Has a lot of emotional hits mm-hmm. and has a zinger of an end credit scene. Yeah, no, it does. It's probably well, we were talking about it. It's probably one of the best uh, end credit scene end credit scenes that we've seen in a Disney Plus TV show. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, I, I mean, we'll get to that after we get through the episode. But absolutely, yeah. I mean, this is this is by far my favorite post credit scene, and this is again by far my favorite Marvel Disney Plus show. Yeah, you know, this is and look. If we don't get another season of this show, I will be content with the fact that, and, you know, if Moon Knight goes into the movies and whatever, I'll be fine with that because, you know what, we will have gotten this really beautiful introduction to his character. Yeah. But if they want to give us another season, I would I would be absolutely thrilled with that. I'd be down, and if they didn't, I wouldn't be disappointed if they did, you know? You know? But let's get into the uh, the beginning of the episode, so... Mike, we start off with, uh, what was it? It was Mark in the plane? Or was it uh, Arthur Harrow? So we actually start out back 
after Mark got shot in episode uh, four. That's what it was, yeah. And Arthur takes the two, takes Amit, the, the Ushabti mm-hmm. that Amit of was trapped Amit. in. Yep. And goes to the chamber of the gods, kills a bunch of the gods. <laughs> can, I just, can I just say one thing is that the fact that, oh, somebody's trying to release Amit. Harrow. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. Right, you you look, saw it coming. Again, episode three, right? Episode three? Uh, yeah. Episode three, where they had that that trial. <laughs> and you're trying to release Amit? No. No. All right, we're good. <laughs> you could see he's not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> this man is obviously innocent. <laughs> yeah. And it was just so... And I, by the way, Arthur Harrow. Again. Probably my favorite villain from Disney+. Plus. I, I mean, Ethan Hawke kills it. I, I, really I, does. I, I've been saying that for six weeks now, but it's just, it's so true. He is so good. He's so built for this role and him opposite Oscar Isaac as Mark Spector, Stephen Grant, and maybe even somebody else, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's sick. Yeah. And I feel like even though in the end, he's obviously defeated here, there is justice done to his character. And again, we see that philo- philosophical difference between Arthur and Conchu and Mark. Yeah. I mean, we see what's called when we get to, you know, obviously the release of Amit and I guess around the beginning, I guess it yeah. was like middle end. I mean, it's a 42 minutes. Yeah, so, 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 it's it, like... so it turns out that we were right. Like last episode when yeah. Tawara is like, Oh my God, all these souls are coming through prejudgment. They're not supposed to be coming. It's because they released Amit. Yep. And Arthur and Amit were going around, you know, checking on people's scales and killing the ones who didn't balance. What an interesting scene to see. Like, that uh like just the souls like going into the sky and going into Amit and mm-hmm. stuff like that and i was kind of, i was i thought i was wrong i was like what what if like she kills her disciples and stuff like that but she actually didn't one of the interesting things i thought is like Amit's like your scales are not balanced talking to arthur but it's pretty true it's he's not because he's still he still has that like guilt inside of what he committed when he was with Conchu. well she said also that your scales are not balanced because of your service ahead for me yeah, like as in like you're going to have to do things for me that are going to unbalance your scales. Uh, so it's like, but, yeah, because she does judge the future. And by the way, Arthur, just such a loyal subject. He doesn't give a shit. Dude. I submit willingly. <laughs> Dude's willing to die for. I mean, it's a cult. No, it is the cult of Amit. The cult of Amit. Uh, you know. <laughs> He's listen throughout that whole time. Like this dude's about to just like I know he's not gonna die because it showed that there was a fight going on. I'm like this dude's about to get slaughtered right yeah. now. And uh, you know what's funny? There's actually like think of it like this, Nick. So Arthur is and all these other followers of Amit will literally die for Amit, mm-hmm. right? And then you got Khonshu who can't keep his avatars in line. And they're always telling him, like, oh, you know, you're a bunch of, you know, they, they can't stand him. <laughs> yeah, even what's called, even when uh, when uh, Layla released Khonshu, yeah, she freed him. He was like, I need an avatar. No, you sick fuck. I don't want to be your avatar. Another thing I liked, so during that scene where uh, Arthur and Amit are, you know, merging kind of like, we. by the way, Amit looked spectacular. Mm-hmm. I really loved the design. Yeah. It was well, yeah. It was an alligator, alligator, crocodile head, whatever, and like a. Is there a difference? I don't know. I've never understood the difference. I've always thought it was two names for the same, but I know it's there's a difference. There's, there's gotta be. There's gotta be a difference. But yeah, you have alligator, crocodile head. <laughs> I mean, 
it, it is great. I love the the fight scene between Kanchu and Amit. That was really cool. And the comparison between Mark and uh, Arthur Harrow fighting at the same time. So we flash back into the Egyptian underworld. And Mark is like, Tawar is like, you're free. You can go on. And Mark's like, nah. And he goes back for Steven. And their heart fills up, I guess, because Mark is like, you know, really like finally opening to Steven here. I could say this. A great line from that is like, you know, my, what was it? My, my superpower. Like the only the, superpower I ever had was, was, was you. you. That's a great line because mm-hmm. it, it kind of shows that he's okay with who he is and, and this other part of his life because Steven was there for him through all that time. Steven protected him. Steven protected him all that time. And I, I it was a really kind of an emotional scene, honestly. It was. And they, Steven and Mark both get trapped in the, the stone and then they both get released and, Taware saves them from the, I guess the stand the from from the sands of Duat, yeah, yeah, and they both get through. And the second Mark goes through the gates and is back in his body, Conchu's like Mark Specter. <laughs> He's like, "You're back." He can sense it immediately, and he just jumps right into Mark's body. Mark's He's... back alive, and Conchu and Moon Knight have back. Yeah, and uh, by the way, another awesome suitor. Oh yeah. I like to. I like the fact that they both kind of like go back and forth in the suits too, because like Mark and Steven have different suits. Oh, they're truly a team now. I love that. He's like, all right, listen, this is the plan. We're gonna do this, and this is how we're gonna do it. You know, Steven's like, I got this, Mark. <laughs> no, because now they're finally a team. Yeah, and that's what, and that is what this whole show was kind of gearing up towards. That moment where we're finally going to have Mark and Steven on the same page. Yeah, it starts from you know episode one where. It's just like, you think it's just Stephen Grant. Oh, he's the original personality. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, nope. And now you get up to this point where they're finally, like, becoming one. Yeah. You know, which is really good. And we thought, we thought, oh, episode this, they're going to become one. Oh, this, this, this. And it's the like the finale. Basically, they're actually truly okay with who they are, you know? You know what's another thing I noticed? So there's the shot when Arthur and uh, Moon Knight finally start their fight. Yeah. You see the shot of them running at each other. They showed that in the episode three trailer. I know. They kind of threw us for a loop, huh? Making all of us think episode three, we're going to see Moon Knight versus Arthur. Mm -hmm. And it just never came to fruition until the finale. Yeah. I mean, I I like it. I like that they kind of teased that and they didn't show it because it it throws you for a loop that you thought it was going to happen and it didn't. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like that's kind of like how uh, Marvel does it. It's like we're going to show you this thinking that this is going to happen, but it's not. I think Marvel knows by now that its fans, especially the the legions of hardcore fans, are all highly educated on these characters because, you know, when a new show comes out, everyone starts looking up things yep. about these characters. And I mean, we are no exception to that. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they know it's like we have to throw them for a loop because many of them are going to be able to see what's happening. Yeah. You know, when you have fans, and look, and this is the one thing I love about the Marvel community. It's a hardcore love for what they do and the products that they make and put on the screen. Well, yeah. I mean, you have all these different ideas in their head of what they have, and, you know, so they want to get it right for the fans because they know how much the fans love it. Yeah. And in this particular case, you took a character in Moon Knight who is not an A-list Marvel hero. Yeah. Really not. I mean, he's not Spider-Man. He's not the Hulk. He's not the X-Men. Right. And you made him now into somebody who has 
got the potential to be the household name in the MCU going forward. And that's what they did with other, you know, Marvel uh, heroes, you know, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America. They weren't seen as like big heroes back then. And look at them now, yeah. you know, and Oscar Isaac just takes this performance to a whole nother level playing Mark playing Steven. I mean, I, I don't have enough good words to say about Oscar Isaac in this show. And you know, uh, Star Wars, I didn't like Poe Dameron I, I, very I know, much. I know. And you didn't like him in Apocalypse either. I know yeah, that. I don't, I, I'm not a huge fan of X-Men Apocalypse to begin with. Well, nobody is. <laughs> I'm sure there's fans out there. There's a couple, but it's not I'm the sure greatest. I'm sure there's some fans out there. But like, I, I don't blame Oscar Isaac for X-Men Apocalypse. No. no I, I don't. I, bl- I blame a lot of other things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like more or less story. But right. here... I, I mean, this is just a standout performance. And the way he shifts and the way the show shifts between Mark and Steven in that, this final battle where the two of them are fighting against Arthur. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, we didn't even get to this yet. Layla. Layla, that was a sick scene. So set the scene, Nick. All right. So we see she's having like this back and forth with uh, Taware. 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 Oh, okay. Who is the so, hippo? So, yeah. So we see Layla, uh, she like kind of dresses herself up and she follows Arthur around to Arthur to the chamber of the gods. Yeah. And while this way, <laughs> Arthur is just, just taking out military men and judging their soul. Yep. Cause, and I like how the, his, uh, cane changed from like two heads to like an ax and a head. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was Amit's head. It was Amit's head and the ax. It's like the other side. So we see, and then he's like judging and then he kills a whole bunch of the military men. Except for one. And then there's one, and he's like, this is the face of a good man. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, you just murdered all of his friends. Let's just say they put a Star Wars reference in there. You don't need to see my papers. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it, it was like Obi-Wan Kenobi, who weirdly enough has the show coming out this yeah. month. It's like, oh, yo, <laughs> you don't need to see, see my, my papers. papers. But it wasn't like mind control, but it was the way he says it. It was the way he said it was hilarious and then you got he just obliterates everyone else and then the one guy who scales balance yep it's like this is the face of a good man i find it weird how uh tawari just like taking over dead bodies trying to talk to yeah. layla and layla's following up and she's walking by the dead military men and she, she's like oh my god hey layla, layla. <laughs> <laughs> i mean layla's good she and she didn't want to take on the avatar of Kanchu. she didn't want to take on tawari at first but she realized that, oh, I could release, you know, Contru on my own. I could do this by myself. But in the end, she, you know, succumbed to the to Taware and became uh, an avatar of her. But I find it temporary te- avatar. Temporary avatar. She didn't. She didn't want what Mark went through. She says, and that's what she tells Contru when Contru's like, "I need a new avatar." I think Contru is a different story compared to other avatars, though. I feel like they're not as serious. You know, Contru, I feel like is like more of a. You know, he's a he's a fist of vengeance. He is, you know, dude. Conchu's a dick. Conchu's a dick. He is. You know, I mean, we find that out in the end of the show too. He's still a dick. <laughs> you well, know? yeah. I mean, he the fist of vengeance. Yeah. He he really he really does subscribe to that. And Layla and Mark, you know, they're not. And Stephen, they're not built like that. No, they're not. But let's just say the fact that she was going back and forth with Tawari and saying like. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, only temporary. And then Tawara is talking about uh, her father. Like, oh yeah, he's he was on the other side. Such a good man. Your father would be so proud that he, you're taking on my avatar. It's like what? 
<laughs> so, and then you get a really, really cool shot of her costume, and I like how the wings just pop out. It kind of like, um, kind of reminded me of like Falcon's wings popping out from behind yes. his jetpack thing. Yes. And it kind of reminded me of the same thing, but except hers are made of gold. Well, yeah. I mean, it gives it an Egyptian look to it, obviously. But I really like the outfit, and I like how they use her. I like she is very uh, skilled in combat, but the way that her outfit and the powers that she have just make her so much more badass is amazing. Yeah, you know, especially the the, the combo between uh, her and Mark is like crazy. Now I'm not sure if there's like a comic book name for Layla's character. I'm not or... sure. I I, 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 look I, it I, honest, I honestly have no idea. I'm actually gonna look that up. Look it up. But yeah, I mean, the fact that the the scenes between the two of them, like you see, you see, you kind of see three people fighting Ahmed or Arthur Harrow at the same time. You see Steven, you see Mark, and you see Layla, and it's like the the like combo, the fight scenes that they have together are just phenomenal. Like she's like with the wings, and then all of a sudden Mark just, um, I'm not Mark, Steven, what's it called just knocks him out. Okay, so. Layla takes on the superhero mantle of the Scarlet Scarab. That would make sense, actually. She picked up the scarab. She picked up the scarab. That actually makes a lot of sense. So they kind of hinted at that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. They don't say it formally. No, they don't say it formally because it's temporary. So they're not going to give her a name if she's you know only temporary avatar. I hope that if we do see Layla again, she kind she kind of can fall back into this. I think she can because you know what? I see Tawari and her being a good pair given the fact that they have that relation over her father's death compared to Conchu and compared Mark, to yeah. Conchu and Mark. That's totally different. So I think maybe in a future MCU project, we could see it happen again. And I don't think we'll ever see what's going. I don't think we'll ever see Layla as, as a version of Moon Knight. I don't want to see that. Honestly. Well, I mean, we already have two different versions of Moon Knight. I know. It's like the fact that like people were saying, Oh, she's become, you know, cause uh, Conchu's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to take your wife. And, and she's she's gonna be my new avatar and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. It's like I don't want to see you know stuff like that. I want to I just want to keep Moon Knight, Moon Knight, and her character's badass. Yeah. So we get to our final battle, and I mean, this is where the things go fucking crazy here. But essentially, Arthur has got our boy trapped. Yeah. And he's got Layla being pinned down by gunfire, and all of a sudden, like episode one, episode one and. I think episode four, three, three, three. <laughs> just all of a sudden Mark wakes up and he, <laughs> Arthur Harrow's on the ground, defeated bloody dude. That's how you just like wrap up a fight like that. And just bring out this potential author. You know, there's another one out there, dude. There's another so, personality. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't already clear, this is just the third personality saves them. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Because the post credit scene shines a light on this. I would have loved to see, like, the fight and the beatdown. I would have. I would have. But. They save you. The but they. But I think what they were doing is they were trying, essentially, to hint at it without having to, you know, formally introduce him in that scene. They've been hint. See, the thing is, is that throughout the show, they've been hinting at it. And they just haven't said exactly like, oh, there's another one. But you know that there's another one. So, I mean, it's it's good that they didn't, though, because I think I feel like they save time in the show 
you know, to tell more story instead of going on to a whole different arc. Because well, it you know? also would have been confusing, I think. I think it would have. You know, you're going to have three different three different personalities now. It's kind of hard to, well, you know. And, and you're what? You're just going to have the one nobody's met yet pop up and save. And yeah. then, like you have to explain that away. I think the end credit scene does a lot better job of explaining everything. Oh, 100%. Than if he had, if the third personality had just popped up in the scene. Yeah. You know? But I mean, but it's still, it's still just so sick because. Well, okay, you, so it's Jake Lockley. It, it, it was Jake Lockley all along. Yeah, he's just got such a a vengeance filled side. Jake and Conchu work. Yeah. Whereas Mark and Steven aren't aren't the fists of vengeance. No. But I was so cool when Mark wakes up and he's like, "That wasn't you, was it, Steven? Not a chance, mate." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. The fight, and also I noticed that Arthur Harrow's uh, teeth were like crooked. <laughs> Arthur, Arthur must have gotten fucked up, dude. I, I that's I'm like looking at him like he really got a beat down. But I mean, listen, it's good. Like I said, it's good that they didn't show it. It's good that they they let the story continue without having like a a, a second thought. Like, oh, we know what's happening. I think I think for for the viewers that have been watching, you understood what was happening. You understood though. what was happening. Uh, uh, what's called Mark and Steven knew what was happening. I think. And at that point they're like, okay, let's leave it aside for now. Let's finish the job. Let's not worry about what just happened. Cause Mark and Steven were about to die. Yeah. And this other third personality just saved them. Yeah. So, and then they bring Arthur back to the chamber of the gods and keep in mind, Amit's about to kill Kanchu too. Yeah. And like I said before, I like the comparison between, you know, Arthur and uh, Mark at the same time fighting while Amit and Kanchu are in the background. I find that very cool. Yeah. Because you see, like, you see that Arthur and Amit are, like, taking down Kanchu and, and uh, Mark at the same time. It's like they're more powerful, but on the inside, like, that that third personality kind of, like, had them have more power than both of them. Yeah. Just based on, like, skill set. Well, so we'll weird. find out, hopefully. But they're about to. So they set up the spell. Amit is trapped inside Arthur Harrow's body. Yeah. And vengeance-filled Kanchu is like, do it. Finish him. <laughs> and Mark takes the moon off his chest, and he's about to do it, and then he's like, sorry, I'm not, you want to do it? Kill him yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Techn technically, he will, but. Which, I don't know why Kanchu doesn't. Kanchu, because Kanchu knew, you know, as we'll see in the post credit scene, Kanchu knows what's up already. <laughs> Listen, he made a deal with him, and we'll get to that. But you know, let's get let's let's just talk about this real quick. The fact that we didn't really we didn't really talk about it, but the reason why they brought Arthur Harrow back to the tomb of you know the god the chamber of the gods is because the only way to stop Amit was to take a mortal uh, body and use that body to trap Amit inside. Yeah. So at that point, that's why they had to kill, uh, you know, they have to kill Arthur Harrow's character because they're like. Oh, this is the only way, or else Amit will rise again one day and, and kill again. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, "You sound just like him," mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So well, it, it, that's where Kanchu sounds just like Amit, mm -hmm. and like again, the two of them. There's a philosophical difference, but there's also like that that center ground where they kind of agree. It's like, oh, look, if bad's gonna happen. Well, yeah, you're not gonna. You're always gonna have. There's that's the reason why you have one god that does this, one god that. That has another, you know, thing in their, uh, in their, that's their like mantra, you know, 
that's what they are. God does this, God does this. You know, there are certain gods out there that aren't going to agree with each other, but have the same philosophical way of doing things. Yeah. You know? So, but like, Hodge's like, no, you must kill. I'm the fist of vengeance. You know? Freaking stupid. <laughs> so, from there, Stephen wakes up in the hospital. And you looked at me, and all of a sudden, you're looking at me like, dude, was this all a dream? Because it really did. They, they do such a good job of making the audience think that they're getting one pulled over on them. It, it really seems like it. I mean, I, kn- I knew it wasn't because you're like, Nick, it's not. Stop thinking it. I'm like, I'm, I can't I, stop I, thinking. I was trying to convince myself because it's like, I could. that would have been so fucked. Because just imagine the whole time, that whole thing, his origin story is a fucking dream. <laughs> How fuck is that? But you got Arthur, and then Arthur, who's now back to playing the psychologist, is walking around, and there's blood coming off the bottom of his feet. <laughs> there's glass in his shoe. <laughs> <laughs> glass in his shoe. <laughs> yeah. By the way, never explain. Why does he do that? I'm telling you, I think it's because I said it before in another episode. I think it's because he wants to pay for the sins that he's committed when he was uh, Conchu's avatar. I think that's one of the reasons why, okay. you know, and it's not and like we said before, the reason why all his scales were imbalanced before is because of the future things that he was going to commit. Yeah. So I think that's, that's how you explain it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's now Steven's in this mental hospital and so, and so is Mark, you have up to this point where it was all just a dream and they kind of, they kind of took over and realized that, you know, they are what they are. I think at that point. You know, they wake up and you hear the song. And we're in episode one again. Two And we're flashback basically to the beginning of episode one with Steven waking up in his apartment. Two fish. Two fish instead of one. Instead of one, you know, <laughs> you live like this. <laughs> and then he gets out of bed. He's got the ankle bracelet on. Oh, my God. And he falls and he, to the and ground. he falls over just like in episode one. Oh, my God. And they cut. But that's not the end of it. It's not. And from there, we move to our end credit scene. So the post credit scene. Oh my god. It is one of the best post credit scenes in Disney Plus Marvel history. I think it's the best. Yeah. I think it's the best. I mean, we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming, but it was like, when was it going to come? And the execution was perfect. Oh yeah, dude. When I saw automatically, I saw I saw Arthur Harrow, right? I'm like, okay, you know, he's in a mental hospital now. He's like he's where Steven and, and Mark were in a dream. But you see at this point, like, oh, this guy come behind him, he's got black gloves on, a jacket. I'm like, who would wear gloves, a jacket, and then I see a hat and I'm like, okay. And then he so he's wheeling Arthur out of the facility and all of a sudden, we see a blo- a body on the floor, and I'm like, oh, fuck, here it is. And Arthur gets put in the car, and you can get a brief glimpse of the face. Mm-hmm. Tell it's Oscar Isaac. Tell it's Oscar Isaac. And all of a sudden, Arthur Harrow just gets thrown into, a- <laughs> thrown into the car. Uh, you know, whoever this person is just knocks the wheelchair out. And then you got Conchu sitting in there. In a nice suit, too. Conchu looked good. He's looking good. He's looking clean, you know? So at this point, oh yeah, how you doing? 
Ah, oh, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Arthur. And, I mean... <laughs> and Kanchu's blabbing on. Part of the arrow's like moving his hand like. And then Kanchu's like, and this is where it just turns up. Kanchu's like, oh, you know, Mark Spector thought when he and I departed, you know, I wasn't going to be able to uh, do my thing anymore. But little did he know. He doesn't know how troubled he truly is. Yeah. He thought his wife was the one I wanted as my next avatar. But in reality, it was him again. <laughs> and the front window to the limo opens up. Meet my friend, Jake Lockley. Speaks in uh, Spanish. Yeah, it's got, he's Spanish. He's Spanish. And he's like, uh, what, what did he say? This is this is the... What did he say? Ah. Oh. I forget. It was like this is this is the lost or something. I forget exactly what he said. We just watched it, so it's like he was basically saying like, uh, "This is the last. This is the last one for you," or something like that. I remember something like that. And Jake, who we now know to be violent in a way Mark and Stephen just are not, takes out a gun, kills Arthur Harrow, and the show ends. And the show ends. And man. Let me tell you, that's that's how you know that that all this time everybody knew that there was another personality there. I mean, look the the sarcophagus in episode four, and then you got the, the, the scene in episode three, three, and then you got what happened in the final battle here. I mean, it was obvious there was somebody else, but I mean, the oh my god, the introduction and the finish. I, look, I am disappointed in one respect. They killed off Arthur Harrow. That was the one, yeah, I know. I, I felt like he had so much more story to tell, if anything. I know. It's, that's again, you know, it's just, it was, it was, it was the logical end. Well, yeah. But I, I can't help but be disappointed. We're probably not going to see him again. I, but you never know. No, you never know. I just feel like he could have, you know, seeing, seeing somebody, it's like when you come back to a character in the MCU, it's always nice to see them again. Because they give you, I'm trying to think of what kind of vibes he's giving off right now. If he he actually stayed alive, it's it's giving me that vibe. Of like if you're watching a TV show and you see this character come back, like come back into the show, and you're like, oh my god, it's him! And it's like such a great feeling when you see him. I'm trying. I'll have to think about who I'm actually thinking about because I'm definitely thinking of some other Marvel show. Could be a Netflix show. It could be. Um. But the fact that you see that you see him die is disappointing. I mean, the way that he, the way that he dies is, is interesting. He's like, he was he was very afraid. He was like, you're you're not gonna kill me. You can't. Well, again, Jake Lockley is a different breed from Mark and, and Stephen. Hundred percent. And here's what I think is the great thing going forward. Mm-hmm. As Conchu made it clear. Mark and Steven have no idea Jake exists. They don't know like he exists, but it's like they knew something was going on. They knew oh, yeah. they knew there was there was somebody, they just didn't know who. Um I think that could probably be part of Moon Knight's next story. So first one was Steven and Mark discovering each other. Mm. Now they're gonna find out about Jake. Yeah. And it, and that's what that's what makes me think it's like you do have potential for a second season. If you wanted to do it, if Marvel allows it. So let's move into that. Where do you think Moon Knight goes next? What do you think is more likely? Gets his second season? Uh, I think it's like three possibilities. He gets his second season. 
he pops up in somebody else's movie or TV show, yeah. or he gets his own movie. What do you think's more likely? Um, I feel like it's more likely. I'm thinking this. The the my first guess would be second season. My second guess would be movie, and the, my last one would be the other thing. So, in order, that's how I see it going. If anything, I actually kind of think the next time we're going to see Moon Knight, it's going to be in somebody else's project. It is. I mean, I don't because look, we probably wouldn't get a season two till 2024. Yeah, with the way Marvel is jam packed and everything. I don't know. It's like it's just the fact that he's not. He this show doesn't connect much for me to think like where would he even fit in. Like, where would he go? Because the, the whole show is, like, based in, like, London and Egypt, and it's, like, nowhere near anywhere else in Marvel. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they can't make that connection eventually. No, they can make the connection. I just, like, in my head, I'm saying, like, I don't know how they can. Yeah. No, I mean, I really do. And, again, I can't reiterate enough how much I like that he was in his own segment of the MCU, and he wasn't bothered by anybody else. I just don't know who they paired him up with. I mean, they could like there was the uh, what was that one thing I spoke to you about? It was like that they were like not not Dark Avengers. They were um, the Midnight Suns. The Midnight Suns. You could do that. That you could bring in uh, Ghost, Rider. Ghost Rider. I mean, you already have Blade coming in from Doctor Strange. You know, is it a good version or a bad version of what of Doctor Strange? I think I think it's Doctor Strange. Yeah. So they could do that if they wanted to. They could pair him up with that because there is going to be a Blade movie. You know. Yeah. So they could do that. Um, anywhere else, I don't, I, I can't see it. Maybe. See, the thing is, is that after, when we watch, when we get to, you know, the point where they're going to release another Avengers movie is the point where, like, who's going to be in it. See, now, here's here's another thing that I could think of. What if they just never connect Moon Knight to anybody else? And they more or less let him have his little slice of the MCU to himself. And I know we all want to see Moon Knight interact with other characters, but there was something so refreshing about him being completely on his own, and we weren't speculating about who or what is going to show up from this movie or this show. What if they did? This is this is a real this is a real risk right now. But what if they actually did where Moon Knight doesn't take place in the MCU? And it take it's it's a stretch. It's a big stretch. If it you know no relations whatsoever besides Madripoor, what if because Madripoor could be in another universe? You don't know mm-hmm. the chances of it being in another universe. So you're saying what if this is in another multiverse? What if it's in another multiverse? But like I'm saying, it's a stretch. That's why I'm not going too far into it. Mm-hmm. You know, they could do that if they wanted to. If they wanted I mean, to look, keep them separate, pl- it's plausible they could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the director already said it's in the MCU. Right. So, but there's nothing that firmly indicates it because you don't get enough of a tie-in to really firmly know it is. Yeah. So, I mean, it's possible. And then I don't think they would do that, but it is, that is an idea. It's a possibility. That's why I said it's a stretch, you know, but I'm seeing it as the only thing I could really see him going into would be Blade because they're, they're kind of night characters, mm-hmm. you know, and they kind of go back to the, the ancient kind of ways like you know vampires and stuff like that like that's kind of like old stuff that would that they would like fight for imagine he's in multiverse of madness 
I don't see it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see it either. I don't see it either. That'd be, I wouldn't want that, honestly. It'd be cool to see him. Wouldn't want it. No, I agree. I agree. It'd be weird. But let me ask you this. Just to firmly cement it, where in the MCU TV shows does this rank for you? Out of all Disney TV shows, mm-hmm. I, I, out of all the Marvel ones, including Netflix? Or not including Netflix? Let's not include Netflix for this one, yeah? Okay. Because we all know Daredevil's going to be <laughs> number one, probably. Yeah. Um, I'd say like this. My, my least favorite, I'll go from probably... I don't know. It's <laughs> I want to say I want to say honestly I want to say WandaVision. Wow, over what if? Yeah, I like what I listen, I like watching animated shows. Nah. That's just me. No, nah, what if just didn't do it for me. No, listen, everybody has their own thing. <laughs> I know. I know not a lot of people like how it how it ties in like, oh, but it, they're different stories. They're they're not the stories that we know in the MCU. That's why it's called What If. So it's not technically part of the MCU. If you want, uh, well, if you well, want to be technical about it, well, you know, uh, we haven't seen Multiverse of Madness yet, but listen, we know, we know it could be. It could be. You don't know, but yeah, I see it as Wandavision. I see, it, even though it was like the first show that that kicked off Disney Plus Marvel shows, that I want to say. Then what if? Uh, then I want to say Hawkeye. Then Falcon Winter Soldier. Then Loki, and then Moon Knight. Okay. I'm probably going to go Moon Knight 1, Loki 2, Falcon and Winter Soldier 3, WandaVision 4, Hawkeye 5, What If 6. Okay. And the only one I'm re- – and I like all of them. The only one I have real issues with is probably What If. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's animated. I mean well, – it's, uh... not, it's not even due to it being animated. It's just I, – I, I wasn't – some of the episodes for What If were really hit and miss. Whereas with Moon Knight, every episode was a hit. Oh, yeah. Every episode here was a hit. I mean, the thing, the problems I have with like, I mean, I'll get into it when we get to WandaVision, but like certain things, like just like the black and white, I kind of like the first two episodes were like, ah, it's okay. I mean, getting back into the Marvel, it was a different kind of Marvel perspective. So, and what if I found interesting because there were just different stories to tell? Yeah. So that's kind of why, no, I, that's kind of why I say it. That's reasonable, you know, but yeah. I can't believe it's, it's at an end. I can't believe it's that. over. I know. Six weeks go so freaking quick. And you know what sucks is, all right, so with school and work and everything, Wednesday was always the day I could look forward to, mm-hmm. you know, because I knew Moon Knight was coming. Now I got to wait a month until I can do that. Hopefully, Miss Marvel is just as good. Yeah, Miss Marvel will come out in, in June. Uh, I think it's June 27th. Eighth. It's 8th. Okay. So that's a month from now. I mean, people have, and they, and they, they actually switched it because uh, Kenobi was actually supposed to be on Wednesday and they switch it up to Friday. So the good thing we have Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was originally Fridays with WandaVision Falcon Winter Soldier. And originally they, it and was. And then they switched it to uh, uh, Friday or, or Wednesday with Loki. And it's been that way ever since. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I like how they do that. They're able to switch it either from Wednesday to Friday and not have any other days included. I you, like that. You know what I also like? And this week in particular kind of shows. So Moon Knight releases Wednesday. If it released on Friday, it would have been coming out the same day as Doctor Strange. Yeah, and I think they made it that way so it it doesn't interfere with. There was any a little other, bit of separation, you know. Like, well, like I know people are going to go see Multiverse tomorrow. You know, you're, you're seeing I'm, it tomorrow. I'm seeing it tomorrow. First showing. First showing. Three p.m. Three p.m. So I know, like, it, it's going to be like after 
it's like kind of like a, a treat for the week. It's like you're getting Moon Knight, and then on top of that, you're getting Multiverse. I am in the middle of finals. So <laughs> Moon Knight was the first treat, like the, the intermediate treat, because I had my first test yesterday. Yes. So got the first test out of the way. I get Moon Knight today is my treat. That's good. Now I have a test Thursday, and I have a test Friday. Actually, I have three if you count if you count like another thing I have to do. Yeah. But once those are done, I get multiverse. Yes, you get a treat Friday night. I get a treat Friday night, and unfortunately, I have to wait until Friday because I would have I would have easily gone tomorrow. But you know. Well, the good thing is you're preoccupied, so you don't have well, to be yeah, thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, but I'm preoccupied with school. So <laughs> I know, I know. Ain't exactly something I want to be preoccupied with. But look. Moon Knight, easy 9 out of 10, possibly a little higher. Yes. Yeah. They nailed it. I can't say anymore. They nailed, They definitely nailed it. If they, I'm always wondering if if this show ever had, like, gone more, like, say it, it did eight episodes even, or, or nine, like WandaVision, if it could have been any different, or if they could have told more story. I mean, I think they could have. I think maybe we could have gotten a little bit more backstory on Layla's dad and everything that happened that night. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded seeing more of that. I also would not have minded, like I said, if they, if you had more time, I think you didn't, maybe you wouldn't have had to relegate Jake to a post credit scene, which yeah. by the way, still was good. Yeah. But you would have been able to put him in the main episode. Yeah. You know, you know, one thing I got used to was that after watching all the Marvel TV shows, I, I'm not expecting a post credit scene anymore after like the first or second no, episode. No, 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 It's always been the last couple, if anything. I know. That's now like, it might only be the last one. Now it might only be the the only time they ever did two was what's it called was the WandaVision. Falcon. Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh yeah that too. And and Loki actually as well, funny enough. Loki too. That was kinda like already a tease for the next episode too. So, yeah, no. Look, post credit scenes are are really effective and look they did Doing it at the end, I think, in the last episode is always the best because you're setting up the future. Yeah. And no. that's what they do here. But I know Nick's got to run. Yeah. So that's going to do it. Any final words? No, I, I enjoyed watching this TV show throughout the week. It really, it really kept me going for a while. And uh, I can't wait to see what else they do with the character. Yep. And uh, we will be back Saturday. Yep. Our Multiverse of Madness review will be posted. Nick's seeing it Thursday, and then he's going to see it again with me and everybody else in our little crew I, I got, on Friday. I, I got to get ready for it, dude. I got so, it. Look, imagine you hate it the first time, though, and now you already have the ticket to go again. I'll be like, <laughs> be like oh, Mike, I'm not feeling well. If you do that, then I'm going to know it's shit. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, I'm excited to see it. I know you are, and we're going to have a really great review for you, for you guys coming up. All right. Well, we will see you on Saturday then. Uh, so... We will talk to you soon for all of us here at the MN Marvel Mania Podcast. I've been Mike. And I've been Nick. And we'll talk to you soon. Take care, everyone.